10 seconds remaining. Take it. It comes back to Burton from out wide. He strikes it. He likes it. And the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs have pulled off a miracle. What a win by the Dogs. Burton from out wide kicks the field goal. They win it. 15 to 14. Watch it again. Hello and welcome back to the Road to Rank 1 podcast. I'm your co-host Jack and as always, I'm joined by Virgo. Round 16, the books made second major buy round. How'd you go? Yeah, not too bad. Scored 973, which I thought was pretty par for the course. And yeah, that eventuated on Monday. I did not really move at all. I pretty much stayed where I am, slight green arrows. Um, what a big scores out there this week. Yep. But I was pretty happy just to hold rank, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm at about 3.4K, so can't complain. Yeah, 9.60 for myself. Um, looped Joey Manu, so took a bit of a risk there going off Nico. It could have gone a lot worse. Um, as we spoke about last week, I had 15 players this week, and I had a lot that did not do great. Jermaine Hopgood was great for me with 96. Um, Britton Nico scored 74 with the try. Other than that, I didn't have anyone else exceed 60. Yeah. Other than Nico and Yamanu. So all the players I had really sort of let me down this week and yeah. the same situation as you I held rank so I'm still at 5,000 overall um, so not ideal for round mm. 16 for me missed yeah. a lot of the big ones you had Gutho was yep. really big Caelan Pong was Ponga. good for you yeah so they kept me alive for those two yeah not not ideal for myself round 16 I felt like I was a lot better in than what I got rewarded for mm-hmm. today's episode we're talking all things around 17 we will assess the best options for the week, go through our strategy chat and the pod options for the round. Trades and skippers to finish this off. First game of the round, Dragons-Warriors. For the Dragons, there's not much really doing super coach wise at all here now. Um, Jack Bird does return to the edge and DeBellin also back at lock, so that really bolsters them. Probably their two best players around yeah. Ben Hunt, but nothing really super coach relevant for them. For the Warriors, Dylan Walker returns to the bench with Mitch Barnett being suspended and Rocco comes back into the centres for the debutante from Canberra game the other week. Yep. Sean Johnson, number one buy of the round. I like it a lot. Um, about 700K, got a negative break even. It looks like all things point positive for Sean Johnson. Where do you sit with him? Yeah, I think he's a really, really good buy. I think you could, like, depending what Cleary and Hines end up doing at the back end, of the year, you could almost hold him all year. Like, the, the run is really good. Um He's, what's he averaging for the year? Like seventy five, eighty. Yeah, seventy four point three at the moment. That's got to be. That's going to be right up there for halfbacks. I, I think he's a really, really good option to have. Um, I can't bring him in with Moses and Hines there, but yeah, I, if I could, I, w- I would be trying to get him in this week. Yep. Draw wise, obviously the Dragons match up this week is probably the biggest thing that I'm looking at and saying I have to have him for this round. Then as well with the negative break even, he's probably going to get pretty expensive soon. And he goes forward to play Souths, Para, Cronulla, which is not an ideal three following that. However, in round 19, Parra will be missing some of their pack, possibly even Campbell Gillard as well yep. there. And the Sharks in 20, it's not the end of the world. But then on the run home, Raiders, Titans, Tigers, Manly, Dragons, Dolphins. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than that. So I think, as you said, could very much be a season-long keeper. Yep. 700K is the biggest discount we'll get him at moving forward. Mm-hmm. I like the buy a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, really good option. Another guy I also like, and I was very hesitant on him earlier in the year, he's very much proved me wrong. Chance Nickel Clockstar, a guy that you own, 670K with a 32 break even, 
really consistently starting to get some attacking stats now. Yeah, smashing it. Um, so happy to own him. I'm so happy to own him. He is probably a center wing keeper, top six, maybe eight center wing, like worst case scenario. I think he's a really good guy to own. I'd almost say you can buy him this week com- comfortably and expect good scores. Yeah, I initially thought after the lockout for me, I was very keen on chance. I was considering going him and SJ for this run home. Very around average of 94. Yeah, well. His input in the attack is much more than I expected from him. I think he's a keeper centre wing. I would still buy him right now. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's top dollar though, so I understand why you want yeah. to hold off. Yeah. I still think at that price I'd be happy yeah. with what I think you're going to get out of him. Yeah. Round 19 coverage. Um, only buy the rest of the year is round 22. I like it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be holding him all year very happily. Following game, Dolphins versus the Eagles. Big changes for the Dolphins, quite important ones. First of all, Kafusi comes onto the edge for Colony Lemuelu, moving to the bench, as well as Balance Tafare into the centres for Brenko Lee. And McGrady gets a start on the wing for the debut. And probably most important of all, Jeremy Marshall King named a hooker. Yep. First of all, um, you are a Lemuelu owner. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking here? Yeah, so it does suck. Um, he's. I was really, really excited for him with Sean O'Sullivan back. Or I thought that would have been really good for his attacking upside. Yep. He's been moved to the bench. Um, I can't get mad at you for selling, but I'm going to hold and wait. He has 100 BE too, by the way. Yeah, 550K, yeah. there could be cash to leak with him potentially. Yep. But there's still a chance Kafusi plays game three maybe. That's the thing. So, Around 19, you'd expect he starts. Yeah, and I don't need him for my 17 this week, so I'm happy to... Um, just hold him for now and see what happens. This this team list from the Dolphins sort of screams of weight changes to me with Sean O'Sullivan in the reserves and um, JMK being named who, who could easily drop out. I think there could be changes here. That's why I don't really trust what Bennett's named. Yeah, I, I agree with that. However, I think that if you can get Lemuelo out, if you have, say, him and Hosking, with Hosking not playing this week, no cash to drop, I might sell them well over him. Yeah, yeah and I'm I'm considering that, but I think I just want to wait and see. I if um if you storm the bench at two p.m. on Saturday, I'll consider it. Yeah, fair enough. Sure. There, as you mentioned, there, Jeremy Marshall King, name to start, not one hundred percent locked in. If he does start this week, he's a keeper moving forward. Yeah. Probably not a guy you sell after this point. Yeah, 100%, except he does have a buy later on and us all you can, JMK owners will probably want Grant for when he's on buy. Yep. So we'll, we'll, we'll obviously cross that bridge when we come to it. But, um, yeah, JMK, I, I'm so really happy to own him at the moment. Yeah, depending on circumstance, their buy is in round 21 and that's potentially a time where you're looking at Harry Grant. Yeah. Although very underpriced now. Very interesting for Grant there. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Para, um, Origin players, Paulo and Moses both named. We don't know if that's going to eventuate in the early Saturday game. Yep. Is in Queensland, so probably benefits them in that sense that they don't have to travel back yep. interstate to play. King Gutho. Mm-hmm. Leading the comp in total points at the moment. Neg 14 break even, 780K. He's been a bit of a season changer. Yeah, he's pretty much saved my week two weeks in a row. I would have been well more up below par if it wasn't for him in the last two weeks. So very much... O'Guffer a lot. A guy I bought in, what, in round nine as a sort of a pod when Turbo went down. 
And, you know, it's been up and down, but it's really, really up at the moment. Um, he could even be a guy you, you hold all season. Just looking at it now, obviously 780K is a big price to pay up for. Yeah. I think there is a world where you could pay it, though. Looking yeah, well, forward, Dolphins this week, the buy-in 18, which doesn't really matter because everyone's available there for you mm-hmm. elsewhere, um, plays the Warriors in 19, plays in an ideal matchup. Then Titans in 20, Cowboys, Storm, Dragons. Yep. Has a tough three weeks to end the year in going into the round 27 by. So you would know him for the last month. But there's potentially a good six weeks of leading the comp in scoring again there for Gutho. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, I think he already is the third most traded in or something like that. So, yeah, I I can definitely see why you'd buy him. Um, although if Turbo plays, I think I'd prefer him at that price. Yeah. Because he is, Gutho is 800K. Well, that's, that's, that's very dear. Yep, yep, agreed on that. Jermaine Hopgood. Scored a try on the weekend, big score. Um, reasonably well bought in this week as well. About a thousand people already traded him in. I don't love it. Seven hundred k. Ryan Madison back on the bench. Joe Offen Gowie also on the bench. I just think for Jermaine, we're not going to see this production increase from him. It's only going to go down from here, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he'll go to 60, 60 minutes, fifty five minutes, which is just. Uh, at that price, I don't think you pay it. I was very keen on him, but now Maddo's back, it's very hard to go there. I'm probably looking at him as a guy that I might flip in, say, a month's yeah, time. Maybe to Fafita. Yeah, yeah, because we've seen one with Maddo on the bench, but we haven't even seen that with a healthy Joe as well. Mm. And Ogden and Makatoa are decent middles that are also named there. There's a few mouths. Yeah. There's a few mouths for him. Sean Lane also named on the extended. Interesting thing to note, we didn't know if he was going to return this week, so I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in for this round. Yeah, also I think, I think he extended. will, which will complicate things further, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Hopgood is an avoid, but if you own him, kept going through to 19 with him, he'll do you enough service yep. up until then. Yeah, for sure. Panthers, Knights, Moses Leota returns to start with Eisenhuth dropping out. Liam Martin named on the edge and Zach Hosking dropped. So very popular player, still Hosking. I think he's definitely going to become a sell because he's out of favour from now. I don't really see yeah. how it can change too much moving forward for him. But I don't reckon he's an immediate sell. He's not really going to drop any cash this week. There's a lot of moving pieces this week to field 17 and his value isn't that high, so you, it might not be helpful mm. come this round. I would be tempted and I will be myself just letting him simmer in my team for another week. Yeah, yeah, I... Um... Can't be mad at that. He, yeah, he, he, I mean, if you can move him on though, like, it's, yeah, yeah, do it if you can. Yeah, he's it's just a big blow. This is the week we really, really needed him for. Like, obviously, last week the major buy was handy, but this week we, our two RFs are just smashed by Preston, Nakora, um, Bateman, all those guys on buy. Um, we've really needed Hosking just as a number, an extra number this week. And yep. unfortunately, we haven't got that. And, yeah, I, I'm probably going to have to move him on. Just looking back on Hosking's production, hasn't gone over 70 since the point where everyone bought him mm. three games in. Yeah, well, he hasn't played 80 minutes since, what, round nine? Yep. Mm. Pretty disappointing. Only ever gained 100K too. I think we all assumed that there was more in him yeah. after he averaged, what, 98 to start the year. Really disappointing. Point, Hosking. Yeah, very disappointing. We kind of took that two-game that two game sample size for granted there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Another option I like here, a bit of a pod at 10%, Dylan Edwards, 660K. 
um, was very expensive and people were looking to buy him a few weeks ago at 100K. Yeah. Obviously, no Cleary there, but I think he's scored pretty well without him and I don't think he's better for it, but there's probably more involvement, if anything, for Dill Edwards. Yep. Doesn't play around 19 and I think there are slightly better options, but it is one that I don't mind. Plays the Knights, Melbourne, Dolphins and the Bulldogs in well, his next four. his draw on the run home is pretty handy too from memory. Yeah, he's got the Titans in there, Manly, Cowboys, Para. Dogs, dolphins, like it's it's a pretty handy handy draw to have because I at a certain point in the year when Turbo and Latrell were really struggling, I was actually looking at Dylan Edwards as the guy I can run home with, and you know it still could be that case. Like he he's going to be cheap in the next few weeks. Um, when Cleary's back, we've seen that he can score really well. Um, don't think I'd do it now. I think last week would have been a good time. Yep. But yeah, still still a decent option for me. Yeah, I think it's worth a shout. As I said, no round 19 coverage probably is an ideal, yeah. but I don't mind it. Yeah. For the Knights, Daniel Saifedi returns at prop as well as Greg Marju onto the wing. And Lockie Fitzgibbon out with HIA protocols and Dylan Lucas gets another start on the edge. And just quietly, he's a center wing only player that might have just snuck under our radar. Who was it? Dylan Lucas. Is he, only, is he center wing? Yeah, he's center wing only. He was um, basement price. Might have just... In not one that got away, like it's not like a I, I thought, but it's a little interesting one that could have been worth it. Yeah, he's I still sub three hundred k. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's center wing. I thought he was two RF. Yeah, Jesus, I didn't realize he was center wing. Yeah, no, that's the thing a, is though, he probably has one week left in the jersey. Well, what do we know about Fitzgibbon? Fitzgibbon comes back with a head knock. Oh, he's a HIA. Okay, because he played last week and then didn't play for that long. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's not much time left in it there, but it would have been a yeah. handy little Because he had 67 play. in base and power last week, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. Just one that snuck under. Yeah, I know. Um, I was a bit there. Caelan yeah. Ponga, though, 660K now, three around average of 88. Obviously, Panthers this week is an ideal. You own him. Yeah. Is there any world where you can still buy Caelan Ponga? Um. Yeah, but I'd prefer to buy Munster. Yeah, I think he's probably cheaper or the same price. Yep. Um, yeah, I think last week or the week before, even round 13 was when you'd have to buy him. Yep. I, I, I wouldn't do it this week. Even though the draw gets better, this this week against Penrith, you you can buy him, you might score four. Anything above 65 is a great score for him in, mm-hmm. this, in this game. Yep. Yeah, so I couldn't buy him, no. I think I could if you preferred him to other options. But I think when you compare, say, like a Munster at 5'8 or Reese Walsh at fullback, all similar prices, none of them are going to play around 19 anyway. In a nutshell, if I can have Munster, Walsh or Ponga, he's probably the third option I'm going to take mm. moving forward. Yeah. Still could buy him though, I reckon. Moving on to Storm Manly game, Christian Welch returns at prop, Olam at centre and Nass keeps his edge spot. As we just mentioned, Cam Munster. Becoming a popular buy. I ran through the tough times with Munster and I'm glad that I've done it now because I'm coming out on the good end where everyone's looking to bring him back in. So I'm happy I saw that out. Scored 124 in round 15 against Cronulla with a few assists. Um, I think the rib issue that we sort of had little worries about a few weeks ago, it looks to be fine. Yep. Hasn't really affected him. The only thing I'd say... When he backed up against the Cowboys in round 14, he didn't look like he was really too interested to be there. We saw the Storm get blown out, didn't score great. So I don't think it's a slam dunk as such this week against Manly. However, I can't 
fault you for bringing in Munster. Yeah, so he's Cam Munster. You can him and Grant. This is probably the cheapest they're going to be, and that's why people are interested. I personally don't see the absolute rush to get either of them in when they've got Manly, who's I mean it's not the easiest matchup, and then Penrith. Penrith, yeah. So I. I mean, it's not it's not amazing. It's just like if this is going to be a last chance, this is the cheapest they're going to be. I I'm going to hold off personally on both of them. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to be that much more expensive with these two harder matchups. And then if they rest, if they rest in round twenty, then what's the point of trading them out if you're going to buy them back this early and you miss end up missing two games because of them? Like, I, I'm not think I'm not sure it's that great of an option to go this early. Yep. But I, agree. I understand it. To the fact that this is the cheapest they'll be. Yeah, I get, I get bringing both of them in, but I don't think it's like a necessity. Yeah, it's, it's not a must. Get on now or never. Yeah. For the manly side, Tom Trebovich named on the extended with weeks at fullback. Do we think that suggests that he doesn't play? Yeah. Because just looking back in recent history for manly from memory, they usually name these Origin guys to play. We haven't. They're not a club yep. that usually names on the extended and brings. It's like the Cowboys. The Cowboys will always name on the extended bench. So yeah, I reckon Turbo may not play this week. So he has the neg forty three break even seven sixty k. Jesus. So for Turbo, it is kind of a now or never situation. But without him backing up this week, we might get a look at a few other options. Yeah. If Turbo plays, do you have to do it though? Um, no. I think if you've got a route to him when he will be at top dollar, it's more if you can't get him later. I, I think because I, I've got Guffer there who will be a similar price to him come the end of Orange, Origin. origin. Yep. It's going to be all right. I, I don't see him backing up this week and I also don't see him backing up round 20. Yep. He may back up round 20. But it doesn't I, make sense. Yeah. So he might miss, what, at minimum, what, two or three out of the next four. So... I, 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 yeah, I couldn't do it. Um, the matchups also aren't great for me. Yeah, that's it, why it gets good to say yeah. come twenty two. Yeah, it's a points thing. It's a points thing for me. Like, uh, I can't do it because I, I just don't think he's going to score that well in the next few weeks. I, I don't disagree with it too much. Obviously, it's turbo and he can sort of go well against anyone, but it's not ideal coming yeah. off an Origin series. His body, I don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah, guy you bought last week, Ola Kowatu. I think with Cherry Evans in this side, he's a very viable option. Obviously, he didn't score brilliant last no. week. I so kind of regret it a little bit, but he should be he should be okay. I think, I think he'll be fine moving forward. Yeah, he's, he's a good pod. He DCE will be good for him. I think you know the base and power is slightly under what you expect from other yep. back rowers, but he has been known to be able to find a try. Yeah, in an ideal world, it's when Turbo isn't playing and DCE is playing yep. that – Homoa is a very, very good option. Especially with Ruben Garrick on yeah. the No, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine to own him. It's just, I just, it's not going to be a slam dunk, is what yep. I'm sort of realizing now. Yeah. Yeah. As I just mentioned, Ruben Garrick, it seems he's a great player, but when this manly side struggles, center is not a place to be for him. No. So he's a touch under 800K right now, break even of 60. I've been asked, is he an option? Would you buy Ruben Garrick this week? And in short, no. No, you can't buy him. When Manly are going well, I think there is opportunity for him to score well, but they're not the best side. And I think when we've seen them in a couple matchups get blown away and Garrick is at centre, there's not points in there for him. Mm. 
no no real base and power from the centers. I couldn't be paying anywhere near hundred K for him. I think it's crazy. Yeah, no, not a chance for me. He's just I just I well, this is what I was sort of talking about. I, I worry about him in center in general. I know he just scored 169 there. But as you said, in these bad matchups, like these these games where Manly aren't doing that well, he will struggle. Like I don't think you sell him. I don't think you can sell him with if Turbo. Oh, definitely not. When Turbo ends up back in the side. I'm happy to him. run home with him. Yeah. I think that he'll be okay at centre, but not good enough to pay anywhere near that price for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I wouldn't be buying him. I think most, what, 90% of the top 10% own him anyway, though. Yeah, he's very high, yeah. though. Yeah, he's ninety three percent owned in the top ten percent. So, I mean, oh, I don't think there's many people. Those three percent are pretty much locked in on not not buying him now. It's interesting though. If Melbourne come out and blow Manly away this week with no turbo there, he could have a monstrous break even. Yeah, it, there could be a little decision. Yeah, he will have a monstrous break even. So more, yeah. more so for myself with a lot of trades up my sleeve actually, because I think a lot of people with not many. There's not really – yeah. don't really want to play around with a guy like Ruben Garrett. But then let's say he scores 30 this week. You then have – I mean, the Roosters at four pines decent and then the Cowboys at four pines. It just depends on what games Turbo plays because when Turbo's not there, Garrick's not going to score well. Yep. And I think for that, the most part that'll fact. be. Yep. Yeah. Bruce Walsh, Broncos-Titans game. I want to get on to him because he's – a guy we're both interested in. Um, Team-wise, Pierre Cora is on the edge, Kirk Capewell, and all the Origin players named. Walshie, though, 639K. Flying under the radar. Break-even of 27. Is a reasonably popular option this week. I think 10th most, uh, most yeah, traded. Yeah, down around 9, 10 spot. Mm-hmm. A guy that started the year first eight weeks averaged 86. Or if you go to the first seven weeks, it was an average of 95 because then round 80 sort of went. Yeah. Down spiral as we see him at a very big discount here. This week, the Titans at Suncorp, it probably doesn't get a whole lot better than that matchup. And then the Dolphins at next week Gabba? at the Gabba. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is pretty good too. The one that I have slight worries about is the Dogs in 20 in Belmore because that's a matchup you really want him to play. That is a Saturday 3 p.m. game. As you mentioned, it's in New South Wales as Origin Game 3 is. Yep. I just wonder if they're going to need him in this or not. He may or may not play. It's it's. I think he'll want to. He's still a young kid. Uh, there's and every chance he does, I think. Broncos very much wanting a top two spot to have that yep. home final first week. I think he does, but you'd hate for him to miss that game. Yep. So these coming direct off his next season high, by the way. Big. Yep. Walsh is coming off the back of his season high score. Which, well, this is what we talked about earlier in the year. He kept going at that 100 mark, 85 yeah. to 100, and didn't exceed it. Obviously, didn't exceed it by heaps in 116 this week, but the difference was tackle busts. Yeah, he's just he looked 15, so involved last uh, two weeks ago. Broke about 10 or 11 tackles. Mm. Um, I don't know. A guy that started the averaging 95 at 600K, yes, please. With two mint matchups, pretty okay run homes. He could end up holding him all year if, if, if you had to. I, I'm really keen on it. Yep. I, I know for you it makes perfect sense with, with very a lot of trades this two-week If play. I have to sell him in round 21, I'll sell him in round 21. Yeah. yeah. But just in the immediate future, it looks so good. Yeah. And possibly moving forward rest of the season. Yeah, I'm happy to hold him all year. That's that's what I'm buying. I'm buying him on the president that that I'm happy to hold him all year. Yep. I like him a lot. Um, another one, also at a reasonable price for the production that you get from him, Payne Haas, 690K, you'll take that. 
Um, where do you see with Haas? Because you were looking at him. Yeah. He was where, where, locked in for me. Where do you think with us? Yep. So I was guaranteed pretty much to bring him in. Him and Turbo were like the guys I was really, really looking at this week. And then I realized I thought most of most people sold Haas. He's still 60% owned in the top top 10%. Wow. So I thought I thought I was going to get him as a bit of a pod. He's not that. And I just don't know if I can if I if I really want to do that, get a guy who's not really going to be able to put me ahead. I know. It's the same thing why I didn't like having him at the start of the year when he was smashing. It's like, yeah, yeah, you feel he's not killing me. I know what you're saying. Yeah. However, I've just looked at this. Round 15 against the Knights. I don't know, maybe a week and a half after he played Origin. 95. Played 70 minutes and base 95 with base and power. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I I don't want Payne Haas. I think he is. Yeah, no, I know you're not. He's a freak. Just to scare you a bit, that is ridiculous. Yeah, and I I may still end up buying him this week is the the thing because I know I can trust him. Hasn't really had a bad score all year. (laughs) Jesus Christ, some of these scores earlier in the year are crazy. Yeah. yeah. 95's blown me away. I, it, 70, why has he played 70 minutes in round 15 <laughs> is my first question. He's also the cheapest he's been since round four. I think I may have just talked myself into him. I'm not sure. It's just the ownership thing for me. But, yeah, he's very. He's a very good price. Okay. So we'll go to the team he's playing, the Titans, and the other guy on this side of the spectrum, Tino Fasul Malawi, 810K. He's been absolutely killing it. Three-round average of 101, five-round average of 92. He's going to find more attack than Haas. That's a given. And he will continue to find more attack than Haas. And I think the biggest factor here is plays 17, plays 18, plays 19, plays 20, plays 21, all the way through to 27. Titans don't miss another game. Yeah. He doesn't play 19, sorry, Origin. However, I couldn't fault going 10 over Haas. I quite like it. I've just seen something I can do. And I think I may have have to go Haas over Tino. It's 120K difference. Yeah. And I really, really like Tino. He's absolutely smashed it. I really want to buy him, but he's 813K. Crazy, isn't it? Very expensive, but he is that guy. He, he's a freak. In saying that, though, in the last seven weeks, he's had one score under 70. Mm, yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> it's tough. It's, it, I'll, I'll, it'll be a very late decision from me on who I go. I'm going to leave it to the very end. <laughs> But um, what I can do, what I've just seen, is a guy I want for round 19 and moving forward is Britton Nicarak. Yep. And if I go Haas, so if I give Lemme to Haas this week, I can then go Hosking, who I'll have, straight to Nicarak and not have any worries about cash. Yep. So it's like would I rather have Lemme and Tino or Nicarak and Haas? Yep. Yeah, that's fair. And, Yeah. So I think I may have just made my decision based on that, but I don't know. Anything can happen for the rest of the week. The other bloke here for the Titans that's important, Dave Fafita named on the edge. Kieran Foran also comes back into 5A. It's a big, scary two weeks if you sold Fafita. Yes. One thing here, Capewell – actually, no, Ricky is on this edge. Capewell's on the left, so he's not running at Piakura, the young background. Yep. Either way, as we've seen from Fida, turned up four weeks in a row prior to Origin Game 1. Um, obviously, the break even to 160. If anyone still has him, it's going to be a good little pod to have, I reckon, over the next few yeah. scary couple of weeks. 
I do worry a little bit with Fafita that he um his minutes might be low again. Yeah. But you, Holbrook, you just never know what he's going to do. All you know is that he's going to play Tino for 60, 60 each week. Yeah. So, yeah, who, who knows there. Um, I do think he's give, he's going to be good. I think he, he got his rest a couple of weeks ago, and I think he'll be fine. Would you be surprised if he gets some rest in this game? Mm, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't expect it. Either. I think not. The Broncos match up. It's sort of fighting for your season type yep. of time now for the Titans. I don't think if you're playing, you know, the Kings of Queensland that you can rest your big dog. Yeah, and they want to show Ben Hunt that what they're made of too. Yeah, it's a big period for the yeah. Titans now. I think they're going to go out all guns blazing and left Peter out here. Yeah, 100%. Kieran Foran back for him also is huge. Mm-hmm. I don't know how fit Foran will be, but as we saw early in the season, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. He's going to orchestrate the ship no matter what. Yeah, 100%. So, scary couple of weeks, not time for Peter. Yes. South Cowboys, Cody Walker returns, and David Wiley and Tom Burgess also come back onto the bench. So, that helps them big time. Um, a little rumour out this week, Trell Mitchell might have a hamstring problem. Yes. I don't know how much truth is to it. He's still out this week. It's odd that he's missed a month already with the, so, the calf injury. Mm-hmm. Lake Taff. Now, this is a risky move because... Any hamstring worry for Trell could not be true. Is 380k Blake Taff and a negative 12 break even? Yeah. Is Goal it- kicks in the south side at fullback. If Latrell Mitchell has potentially done his hamstring, and I don't know how much truth there is to it, as I said, you could get Taff for 17 Cowboys, 18 against the Warriors is an ideal. He could be 500. 19 against the Dogs. Yeah. The worry is, is he's fullback only. Yeah. It's just, I know we said that about Buller and Buller ended up being amazing. But yeah, it just fullback only and South's just, South's are a bit doggy at the moment, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't blame you. It's a very, very pod option. We, we could field. be looking at round 20 when South's go on the buy and Blake taps like 600k and he's turned up a few times. Yeah. It could definitely it happen. could happen. He's in a very good spot. It's a good situation. So yeah, but potentially. It's, there's a lot of risk involved, though. Yeah, in many ways. Luttrell could come back easily. But no matter what, you get around 19 out of him. But I think there's just better. Like, Brimo is only 140K more. Yep. So, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Yep. No. Cam Murray, he's about to be sub 500K. That is ridiculous. So, everyone pretty much sold him off early in the year. He's still 16% owned in general, but I think there'll be a lot of ghost team action there. Yep. He has scored over 50 one time in the last seven weeks. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. He's turned into Jake Dubrovich. Um Worse than Jake Dubrovich. <laughs> yeah, because this was something I looked at and I was like, if we get a 450k Cam Murray on the run home, like, is it the worst guy? I'm not even it, sure like, it's going to be worth it. Wing, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not even sure it's going to be worth it. Injury cloud's still over him. Going to play through it. Yeah, I mean... It's interesting, though. If you need a guy who's that price, I don't mind taking a punt on it. We know what he can do. Yep. He did it at the start of the year. He he, he looked decent at the start of the year, but then he just fell off a cliff. It's weird how I started with him. I didn't start with him. He smashed it, and then I bought him in, and he just went completely cold. I'm sorry for killing Cam Murray, everyone. Yeah. Cam Kalamatangi, though, trending in the other direction... 
turned up a couple of weeks ago against the Titans and scored a try for a score of 59 against the Dragons. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I didn't know he scored that low with the try. Yeah. However, I do like him a lot though. 620K, he's a guy, another back row. Didn't play 80 well. minutes in that game though? Yeah, played 70. Okay. Um, I want to have another look at Keon. I also don't have full faith that he won't appear in game three. Yeah. Origin Origin is the risk with me. I can't trust him because of Origin. Still just a couple too many question marks. Yeah. However, it could be a play that pays off you if you go yep. down. Cowboys is a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Warriors not the worst and then Dogs in 19. It could pay off if you go now. Yeah. But the I risk is a- if, he, if, he, if he gets picked for Origin, he misses 19 and 20. So and that that completely shows that the bite will not be worth it if yep. if he misses it. So you wait right till nineteen for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for the Cowboys um, back row, I, you have any idea how to pronounce the yep. name? Finney Fuake. He's starting on the edge for Helen Luki, and the Goss is on the bench. Yeah, Tamwell also starting. Mm-hmm. Scott Drinkord, we spoke about before. He's going on the biggest purple patch you'll ever see. All the way to 850k. No, I didn't what percentage is, uh, is he owned? Three. Three percent owned. And he's been probably he's probably been the highest scorer over the last what four or five weeks. Um, Gutho might just pip him, mate. Yeah. He's gone 95, 117, 104, 95. Wow. Those last three scores are against Parramatta, Melbourne, and Penrith. He scored 95 in a flogging against the Tigers. And absolutely they got flogged. They got 66 points on him and he scored 95. Ridiculous. Yeah, this one hurts. And I don't want to be the bloke that's going, mm-hmm. I, I looked at this guy, I was going to buy him, but I did. You really I did. Didn't have the nuts to do it. And fuck it hurts. Mm-hmm. As I said with Gutho, a little season changing player, but at 3%, if someone got on Drinky, that's huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. Elsewhere for the Cowboys is probably not much. Um, Tal Malolo is at 470k if you're expecting him to have some sort of resurgence. Scored 69 on the weekend on his return. So promising. Line break in there. Um, any love for Tal Malolo under 500k? Um, no, no, he's burnt everyone way too much. He um, Also, when Cotter is in the team, he tends to not score as well. Yep. We've seen that historically. Um, ever since he got this Todd Payton, I don't think he's ever an option. Unless, unless we hear Cotter's out long term. Um, yeah, no, I don't think you can buy Tom Lowe at all. There'd have to be some big nostalgia involved in yes. the buying. I looked at it last week. Way. I looked at it last week, but no, can't do it. Final game of the round the Roosters and the Raiders. Luke Keary and Sandon Smith make up the halves as the Keary facial fracture ended up being no worry. There was nothing there. This moves Joey Manu back into the centres. So. Is he an immediate sell? Because for me, the answer is no. We'll see how he goes. He is good enough center to get some attack there. Mm. Where do you sit with him? No, he's not an immediate sell. Um, let's let's at least see what he does at center, because the Roosters will be better with him at center. Yep. And when the Roosters are better, that means he's probably more likely to get some tries and generate some attack. I don't think he's a sell break even, right now. Break even of eighteen. Yeah. Be give him a few weeks and yeah. coming off Origin. If you have him at six hundred and fifty k and you go, he hasn't scored well enough at center. He's Pumped out a few fifties, then I'm saying yeah. Yeah, we'll happy reassess it later. I'm 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 more than happy. We haven't even seen him at centre in since the start of the year when he he didn't score that bad. The Roosters were terrible. Average about fifty odd. 
and he averaged yeah, and the Roosters were really, really bad for that for that period. So I think I think it'll be okay. I'm I'm not too worried. Victor Radley back in the side, you yeah. hope that he helps them a bit more fluency. Yeah. Sam hit, Smith looked good in the halves last yes. week as well, and I think Kiri and him are probably gonna Yeah, they need a halfback like Sandon Smith, who's not gonna, you know, throw Harvard Bridge passes. Not going to overplay his hand. He's just going to give the ball to the guys who need it. Which that's is, what they need. Here. That's exactly what the Roosters need. Their problem's always been too many cooks in the kitchen, and that without uh, with Sandham Sandham Smith, there's a traditional halfback. I think it, I think it plays into their hand massively. I strongly agree. Then we see an extended run of Smith in the team. Yep. Billy Smith, 360k with a break even of 43. We haven't seen him score over 40 since he came into everyone's team. It's just not going to happen for Billy. No. He um he looks hindered by injury. Yeah, I sold him a few weeks ago. Yeah, he looks very bad. I think he I think he shouldn't be in their top starting team at the moment. I he he he's just they have him in there on what he can do. And I just don't it's think not he's producing. Yeah, I just don't think so. I think Swen Sawali comes back. He probably shifts out maybe. I think I'd even rather have Jackson Paul out there at left center. Yeah. Um, just not happening for Billy. When you can move him, do it. Yeah, I moved him a few weeks ago. Uh, you still own? Yeah, he's still there, my side. Yeah. Um, not much I can really do with him at the moment, yeah. but as soon as I can find a move, yeah, I will do so. For the Raiders, same seventeen. Um, Joey Tarpanay. Mm-hmm. So we've been very patient with him all year. The breakout hasn't come. In saying that, he's averaged well. Yeah. Um. Price at 614k with an 84 break even, so could be a bit to drop actually. He hasn't produced, and I tell you what, it's kind of running out of time. As we spoke before, Tino, Haas, there's a lot of guys putting up good scores at front row yeah. right now, and Tarpany isn't doing so. Tarpany's probably going to be SL um, in round 20 when he has the buy. It's very possible. If he doesn't really start to turn it around. It's just when he plays a lock, he's a gun, he's a must-have. When he's a prop, it's just not the same. And you think it wouldn't make too much difference? But it actually, has it's been. the minutes. It's the minutes in the role. Horsebrass to play big minutes, and it just means Tarpany can't, which sucks for us. But yeah, he's probably going to be one we have to move on. I'm looking to move him on for like for Fido or Tino later on. It seemed like he was on the other side of it um, after that South game where we saw increased minutes from him when um, Horsebrass to the edge. Yeah, Horsebrass back into the middle. It's just killed him again. Mm-hmm. Played good minutes as well against the Warriors a couple of weeks ago and scored awful. Yeah. Under 50. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Tarpany's time is starting to come to an end. Moving to some strategy talk for this round. Obviously, the Dogs, Sharks, and Tigers are on by. Tough week to field players as well with Origin guys potentially not backing up. Do we think that a lot of good teams are going to be struggling for 17 this round? Yeah. I've seen guys with one second row of playing. And two, two, one or two second rowers playing, and yeah, I think there'd been a lot of guys out there struggling. If you've got a solid seventeen this week, you're doing a lot better than most. Well, I'm struggling myself. I've got a lot of dogs, sharks, and tigers. Mm. I think maybe six of them. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be tough. So I think if you've got a strong, strong side this week, um, you're doing well, and there could be a potential moving week. Yeah. Um, what guys from the Sharks, Dogs, and Tigers be willing to sell? Dream Buller, number one most sold this week. Are you happy moving Buller? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, no doubt. No, no round nineteen. No, no not worried. The worrying. Tigers, the Tigers are shot. He's probably the only one though that I'd sell out of for any of those teams. You've got like a Sione Katoa. He's probably a sell. 
I think. Yeah. What? How, didn't he, he scored really bad again? Didn't he? Yeah, I don't think he did great against his dogs. Forty-four. So it's not that not that bad. But yeah, I think I'd be moving him on. He's so cheap, four fifty k. But yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be selling him. I'd be selling um, Jareem Buller. I've got Nofa Wuma, who I, I probably could sell, but I'm going to hold. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys there that I'd, I'd like to move on. Who does Buller play in round nineteen? Because I think off the top of my head, it's not. A, I think it's the Warriors. No, nah, the power play the Warriors. Um, Dragons, I think. I think, I think, I think. No, Dragons play the Raiders. Because off the top of my head, I don't think the matchup is brilliant. Um, I thought it was all right. Let's start me a load. Because uh, I, I, it's the Sharks. Yeah, okay, it's not good. Yeah, because I, yeah. I remember thinking that there's going to be a team that's like full strength. And I thought it was the Warriors because I didn't miss anyone with Origin. It's the Sharks who we saw what they did to the Bulldogs. Yeah. I'd be happy to move forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, the Tigers just look shot at the moment. I think I think he's a trade out for sure. Seven hundred K. There's gonna be guys that are just more yeah settled. Yeah, play I'd more agree. footy in a better side, and I'd be happy to move forward this week. Yeah, no, I agree. Moving on to the pod section. Moving forward, um, all guys one percent ownership and under. First of all, the guy we talked about before that really benefits with Kieran Foran inside Brian Kelly. Yep. Um, as we said, they don't miss another round the rest of the season. And that left edge, we've seen that pretty potent. Everyone scores points in there. He's a decent price around 600K. Could score well, though. Yeah. Shows decent base and power. A lot of ball going that left edge. Brian Kelly's an interesting one that I like. Elsewhere for the Titans, Brimo, as we mentioned before, 520K. Yep. Sub, Titans. Sub 1% yep. ownership. Yeah, Titans don't have another buy. He's yeah. 18th man this week. You'd think that he wouldn't be in round 19 and he'd be able to play. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of a risk there and it might not be that much, but I do think there is a little bit of risk that he is 18th man. We saw what happened with Burton this week. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think that will happen, but if it does, it does. It does it does really burn. There's upside with Primo though. Yes. He At 500K. He's a super pod. No one owns him. It's a similar situation to the drink water where it's like it's a bit scary because he can give you a 20. But at the same time, he can go on a run. Yeah. Primo's an interesting one. Yeah. Especially if playing round 19. Well, yeah. I think it's the Dolphins in round 19. Yeah. So he could he could be the top scorer for that week and it wouldn't surprise me. Final one, Satili Tupanua. Still starting on an edge. Hasn't scored well. But he's been a guy that's gone on little try-scoring runs in the past and he's one of these back rolls with attacking upside. It's 400K. Mm. The Roosters, I think, are going to be options on the run home. I think I think for sure the Roosters are going to be options on the run home. Um, draw's not amazing. The last the last five are decent, but I think the Roosters always get better at the end. And now that they they seem to have found their halfback and Sam Walker will return. I think the Roosters are going to be a team to target. Yep. And another guy there, I think, is Joseph Swali when he returns. Um, very underpriced. Probably goal kicking. He gets back on that wing. Yes, that's he needs to be on that wing where um. For Pauga on yeah. that right wing, if he is, then I think he's a great option too. I think, yeah, any of those sort of really underpriced Roosters guys. I guess Crichton's another one we've yes. been watching. Still on the bench. It oh. might not come to fruition with Crichton. No, but he's going to be cheap for next year if he starts. How – he's 437. With a, he's BE's finally, finally 50s. He scored well in his limited minutes in the middle this week. Yeah, he really did. Really good PPM. Yeah, so, so – there's, there's something not right there though. No. There's, there's, I don't know, there's some disagreement between him and the club and 
Yeah, it doesn't seem like. I do think I do think there will be some pods in this Roosters team for the run home though. They're all very cheap, so yep, worth targeting. By Sandon Smith, would you have a little go at him as we're on Roosters? Basement um, price, halfback, five eight, could be a cheapie. Yeah, he could be. Is he? Is he also five eight? Yeah, he's. Dual. Yeah, well then, yeah, I think that's a, it's pretty fair. I think he's a decent option then. I thought he was just halfback. Yeah. Um. So, who do people have in five eight? I mean, five eight's also pretty well, crowded. A moving spot now. If you've got Manu and you can sell a center wing, then yeah, maybe. Um, well, everyone's looking to get Munster. A lot would have Cody. He won't play nineteen. If Smith played nineteen, I'd I'd really like it. But yeah, I it's a bit left field for me. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Agreed on that. Um, trade the skippers for the round. What are you doing this week? Yeah, so I am at the moment bringing in Payne Haas and Reese Walsh, two Broncos. I've not owned a Bronco really all year, so that's, that's interesting. Um, and I will be selling during Buller and um, Connolly Lemu Elu at the moment because I'm scared about him losing money. Yep. For myself, I'm also going to Reese Walsh for Dream Buller. Yep. And then. The big important move for me is Isaiah Katoa to Sean Johnson. It's a great trade. I've had this 300K in my bank for a little while and I sort of wanted to get rid of some dead wood to a premium and I don't think it gets much better than that. That's a great trade. So I'm really happy with that. Um, Captaincy-wise, I I think right now I've locked in vice-captain on SJ. SJ yeah. Could do anything in that first game of the round. And I might look at Cam Munster, honestly. I think yeah. I like Munster. Not Walsh. Yeah, no, Walsh is obviously the other one I like. But Munster, I might have a dabble. No turbo for Manly at Amy Park. It could be a little Well, at Amy Park, Munster is the best super coach player. He's so good at Amy Park. Obviously, I love Walsh too against the Titans, and I probably will just end up going him because I feel like he's more likely to give me a safe 80. There is a chance that Munster doesn't, especially after Origin. Even though Walsh is after Origin as well, I feel like he's going to be guns a-blazing no matter what. Yep. Um, don't mind a little pod captaincy on Munster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, I, I do like that. I think he'd be a top three captain option for sure. I'm looking at Moses and Guffo as as potential guys for me. But at the moment, I've got VC on chance, captain on Walsh. But I'll probably end up with VC, Moses, captain Walsh. Yep. Just all depends. I, I could even flip and captain Guffo, depending on how I'm feeling on Saturday. Yep. Who are para- Dolphins. 3 yep. p.m. Saturday. Yep. Yeah. JMK doesn't play, I'll be tempted to do that. Yeah, they've been struggling with offense. Mm. So they need JMK to be there, that's for sure. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. You got a lot of options this week to throw up with again. Mm. I think I'll go Walsh. I'm 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 confident on going on all in on Walsh. It's interesting though, a few of these options are kind of odd like. Any chance you go straight to the SJ if you were an SJ owner? Mm, no. VC. VC. But I couldn't straight captain. Oh, it just depends the, on who else you own. They play the Dragons, but it's not New Zealand. Yeah, if, if it was you, in New Zealand, I'd be yeah. very tempted, but I'm not going to do and it. And you, you own Munster and Walsh, so I don't think there's any need to do that. It just no. depends on if you, if you have no one else and you have a really good feeling about SJ, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, any reserve issues? Um, no, I've only got 17 players. <laughs> um, I've got 18, but Sonny Luke. So I also probably won't loop based on that. Yep, I've got... Um, Billy Smith is the guy that I'm not going to run out this week. I'm going to take Sean Kepi over him. Yep. I'm forced into Schuster in the 2RF, and I'm going to put the reserve on Sean Kepi over Billy Smith. I've given up hope with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sonny Luke, obviously. First Melbourne, Sean Kepi first Melbourne. I, mean, I guess their middle's not that great. Yeah. 
Sean Kelly's getting the minutes. Yeah, he's playing good minutes. Um, so I'm happy to. So you're also playing Sele. Yep. Yeah, I'm happy for them both to play their 50 minutes, score 50 odd points. Yeah, Kevy's been decent actually. He's actually worked out. Since right. he's been at lock, it's been very good for him. Yeah, I just remember that 47 he got with a try in 16 minutes. Yeah, that was still ugly. That was still <laughs> in the prop rotation. But since Jobo's been gone, he's actually been helpful. Yeah, he played. He played 58 last week. So as as we spoke about before, Sele's going to end up at 500k. Kevy probably average ends up I don't know 450. Mm. My plan there, One up, one down, half and enough. Yeah. One up, one down is going to be very fun. And then I could also go Tarpany across. So I mm. might end up with a Haas and Tino. Tino possibly as well as Tarpany. Yeah. That's what I'm nice. looking at there. Very nice. Um, anything else you'd like to touch on here? Um, I do want to just talk about a pod who's been scoring pretty decently. And I've got a f- uh, friend who I talked to on the Discord who's very, very, very keen on him. And it's Bailey Simonson with a 16BE. He's threw the name out and I was like, no way, not a chance. He's actually been scoring really well. And the base has been decent too. Like 49 or 45 in BNP versus the Cowboys. His base is pretty much 30s, worst case scenario. Mm. In a Parasite that's beginning to like really fire, good matchups, won't play next week obviously, but then has 19-20 against the Warriors and the Titans at home. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't do it personally, but like he's a very nice pod to have, I feel. Yeah, I reckon you could do. I don't mind it actually. Yeah, I I did not look at it myself at I, all. I wouldn't expect that Bailey Simons was a hundred and eighty k with a low be, and he just looks very likely on that left edge, and has ever since he's been there. And I think it's his own now. He won't it won't be taken away. Good base and power for a center. Very well. good base and power. Him and um him and Penasini are both very similar in that case, and I think they like to use their left edge a lot more. Yep. Yeah, I um, it's a very nice pod, I think. Yeah, I'm behind that. I yeah. don't mind that at all. I'm yeah. not doing it myself. But I'm, I'm not in the market for a centre wing, but if I was, he'd definitely be high on that list. Yep. Nice like and that. cheap. All righty. That'll do us. Yes. Have fun with Origin, guys. Um, good luck for the weekend. Go the Blues. Enjoy your footy. See you later.